The older uh, generation will remember, and the younger generation ought to learn, the old Baltimore Catechism definition of a sacrament. A sacrament is a visible sign instituted by Christ to give grace. And so we, we see that, of course, part of the very definition of a sacrament is that it should be instituted by Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus institutes, we believe, all seven of the sacraments. But what's very interesting is, nowhere in Scripture does it record that Jesus himself, in his human nature, received any of the sacraments, except one, except baptism. I mean, I guess you could make the argument about uh, confirmation since the Holy Spirit comes down as well, but we'll leave that for the uh, theologians to argue about. Certainly, Jesus receives baptism. Why does he do that? He who is sinless, who has no need of repentance, why does he receive baptism? Well, on the one hand, of course, it is the perfect symbol of his entire life, everything that he has come to do. When you are submerged in the water, that represents your dying death. That is what he has come to do, is to give his life for our sin. But then the, the bringing back up out of the water represents, of course, resurrection, new life. So in one way, that is the reason that he, uh, he gets baptized, to show what his life is going to be about. And in that sense, what our lives, too, will be about as his followers. But in another sense... He receives baptism to remind us of who we are, what our identity is. Jesus' identity is revealed at his baptism. We hear the Father's voice say, You are my beloved Son. With you, I am well pleased. Well, because we share in baptism, because we share in Jesus Christ through baptism, this is our identity. What is revealed at the moment of Jesus' baptism actually happens in the moment of our baptism. Because we are baptized, the Father looks at us and says, You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. With you, I am well pleased. Not because of anything that we have done, not because we've lived a holy life or achieved great things, but simply because when God looks at us, when the Father looks at us, what does he see? He sees Christ. He sees us in Christ and Christ in us. I just got back this uh, past week from uh, a beautiful retreat. It uh, was a, a healing retreat. Uh, it was uh, the, uh, coming back was absolutely the worst driving experience ever of my life. Like uh, well, I got two flat tires, went off the road like two times. It was awful. But we made it back thanks to the charity of a number of different people. But um, but the retreat itself was wonderful. Was beautiful. Uh, because it was about healing our identity. So often in life, we, because of different experiences in our youth, or even as little infants, we tell ourselves things that are 
either lies or defense mechanisms that make sense at the time, but in the end, come back to shape the rest of our lives in an unhealthy way. You may have heard me talk about this idea before. It's uh, the, the book that I mentioned several months ago called Be Healed is by the uh, same guy that did this retreat. Uh, so it was very, very worthwhile uh, reflection on our identity. One of the priests who was on the retreat shared how when he was a teenager, he really looked up to his father. His father, you know, was the person that he identified with, where he got his identity in a sense. And at one point, he, there, the, uh, the men were having a conversation about something, and he thought, ah, oh, I can put my two cents in here. And so he, he interjected something, and his father looked at him and said, that's not true. That's, that's totally wrong. And in that moment, he was very crushed by that. And he made a, a promise to himself. He said, I will never be wrong again. Now, that's, I mean, in some sense, a very practical thing. He, he was saying, I will make sure I know my facts before I talk. You know, I will uh, do what, uh, the, achieve what I need to achieve so that people know that I know what I'm talking about. Okay, well and good. But what he realizes now as an adult looking back on that moment is that he made himself that promise and came to understand it as, in order for people to love me, in order for people to accept me, I have to be right. I have to have achieved something. And that became part of his relationship with God, too. And he has come to realize that that is wrong. That we don't have to achieve anything or accomplish something in our lives in order for God to love us. God loves us because he sees Christ when he looks at us. Another priest shared how uh, growing up he had a younger brother who was taller than him, uh, more good-looking than him, better at sports than him. And he's come to realize that that was a kind of wound in his life. He told himself that, uh, you know, people would always think of him second, that he was second best, that nobody would accept him as he was because he was not good-looking or not athletic. And uh, so he's had to unlearn those lies and try and, and look for healing in those wounds in his life. And again, that affected his relationship with God because he thought, you know, I have to be uh, good, good, you know, and, and achieve things in order for God to love me. The baptism not only of the Lord, but our own baptism, reminds us of where our true identity lies. Not in what we achieve, not in what we accomplish, but in the fact that the Father loves us because of Christ. Because Christ died for our sins, and because we have been baptized into the death of Jesus Christ. This is what we mean when we talk uh, in theology about how sacra the sacrament of baptism gives us an indelible character. Right? It changes our soul in such a way that we can never again simply belong to ourselves. We belong to Christ. And so, all of us need to experience this kind of healing in our identity. Gratia sanans, as we say in theology. Grace is healing. And we have the grace of our baptism always with us that can be stirred up, that can help us to experience anew our identity. Here again, the Father say to us, You are my beloved son, my beloved daughter. In you I am well pleased. And so as we now have the, the great privilege of seeing this young girl uh, baptized, receiving 
that identity, the identity of the beloved daughter of God. Let that, for all of us, be a reminder of our true identity and help us to uh, have the courage to face any wounds in our lives, any lies that maybe we have told to ourselves over the year, uh, years about our relationships with others, but especially our relationship with God, and know that God loves us in Jesus Christ, and in Jesus Christ, we can find the healing that we need to love God.